you know, say yes to things. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if it scares you or if it, if it, if it's like uncertain or seems, you know, you're, you're makes you kind of, you know, your adrenaline pump, like do it, mm-hmm. just go. And cause you never know. And you never know until you try. And it's like, if you, if you never do it, you're never going to know if you, if you're going to enjoy it or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Welcome back to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. Struggle Creates Strength is a mental health platform and podcast exemplifying that everyone has a story. I always say that no two stories are the same, but every story has the potential to help someone else. Now in today's episode, I was fortunate enough to actually sit down with Devin Head. And if you don't know who that is, he is actually a photographer based out of Vancouver, British Columbia, but he also has family and I actually know his family. It was such a small world, but a great way for us to connect and just being able to sit down with him, learn more about him, learn more about his story, his values in life, what he really practices and preaches on an everyday basis was incredible and he has such an amazing story and one of the biggest takeaways that i took from him and that i still take from him because we've actually formed a really cool awesome relationship and one of the biggest things that i learned from him though is that nothing ever has to be permanent we don't ever have to look at anything as permanent we can we can fall in love with something and it can be great and fine and dandy and then maybe in a week a year two years five years we might decide to do something different and that's totally okay as long as we are always open-minded and we go into life with no real form of expectation but rather just chasing our happiness and making sure that we're always happy ourselves then that's what that's what's important and Devin has so many amazing things that you need to listen to, that everyone should listen to, honestly. And I'm just excited to bring it to all of you. Excited that I get basically blessed that I get to sit down with him in this episode and in everyday life and just sit with him, talk with him, just learn more about him. He's a very amazing human being who, again, is just such a kind-hearted, kind, kind-hearted person. Like, I can't preach that enough. Devin, I know you're listening to this, and I honestly, I cannot preach it enough how amazing of a person you truly are. And again, I'm just so, so blessed to have sat down with you and to have sat down and, and really just learned your story. And I appreciate you, and I appreciate every last person that's gonna listen to this episode. And I highly encourage you, you share it around because Devin's story is one that everyone needs to hear. But with that being said, let's jump into this episode with Devin. Okay, well, yeah. honestly, thank you for obviously yeah. joining me, coming yeah. down, yeah. being a part of part of my podcast and, and obviously advocating mental health and just mm-hmm. by sharing your story and by being a person that's obviously possessing a sense of vulnerability but also even more so just like a sense of strength and you've obviously shown that through the social media and I think that's mm-hmm. how we've kind of connected and yeah. where I really, uh, obviously, like I said, when I really got drawn in and was like, you need to film a podcast together mm-hmm. <laughs> because of everything that, yeah. that you're doing and yeah. the type of person you are and I do, again, just like thank you so much for, for coming here today and joining me. Man, thank you, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that like we could do it so um like not last minute but like quickly mm-hmm. like you yeah, want to be on the podcast i'll be in 
I'll be there in two days. Let's do it. Like <laughs> it was just, it worked. It worked perfectly. Yeah. I'm stoked. It's no, like, exactly. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Like two, literally two days. Yeah. And you just kind of line it up and, <laughs> and make it work. And yeah. I think that's honestly, again, why for me it, it's, it's so cool is because it aligns with, it aligns with what I always kind of talk about and how these podcasts are seriously just, it's, it's like a story and, and there's no structure. There's nothing that goes into it. It's yeah. just like us sitting down and talking and yeah. having a real conversation and yeah. a conversation that we just get to let other people in on. And, for sure. and I get to hear like for me, why I always get so giddy about it is because I'm like, I get to hear your story firsthand and yeah. hear you dive into the depths. And obviously I'm fortunate that I get to share it with other people. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I feel most fortunate just because I get to, to hear you and hear everything that uh, basically how you're here today, <laughs> like yeah. what led up to this moment, yeah, which is, which is sure. awesome. Yeah. I'm stoked for the same, like I never told you this yet, but I, cause obviously we just met and I just found out about this mm -hmm. like just the other day mm -hmm. and so last night after we were like all right I'll be there at whatever three last night I got home and I sat down and I was like I'm gonna listen to some of the podcasts so that because I haven't yet because I just found out about it so I went and I listened to the first the first one where you're mm -hmm. talking about all, all of your stuff and I sat there, it was like almost three hours. I sat there yesterday, just like in my room, just listened to the whole thing for like three hours. And, oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, or however long it was, probably close to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it's, so it's like, you're gonna hear stuff today and I heard everything last night. So it's very fresh mm -hmm. and and uh, that's rad. And I, I mean, your story is amazing and it's, um, it's great that you know you're still here because you're able to turn it into something positive and help people and mm -hmm. um, and and like you said in there like you know there's a lot that you still have to do and I think that that's rad and you're gonna do lots of rad stuff I can just tell I know mm -hmm. it and um, so I'm just happy that I get to like get in here when I can and now I get to see everything from like today onwards mm -hmm. that you accomplish and and, and that's pretty. I almost swear. Can I swear on this? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> free man. Like, say whatever you want. That's, I was like, oh, shit. I don't know. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. I'm stoked. No, I, I really appreciate that. And mm -hmm. honestly, even just, like, I don't think you understand, like, how much that means to me that you obviously took the time out of your day to, to listen to my story, especially. Like, that. Yeah. to me, that's really special. And, um, like, I, from day one, I was always like, yeah, you know what? Like, I share my story, and that's one thing, but... Mm -hmm. I, I get to sh just share a lot of other people's stories and that's what like to me for you to say that you actually went back and like listened to mine um, obviously it, it's cool because now like you said you, you have a better understanding of what I like where I once yeah. was or or what I kind of went through in my past and mm -hmm. obviously today get to hear hear your story and, mm -hmm. and hear how you got here and I think yeah again I think yeah. it's just gonna be a very like very fresh and real real podcast where yeah. I think I know actually I'm not gonna say I think I know that you're gonna say a lot of stuff that <laughs> I relate to so much cool. and um yeah but honestly like my first question overall is like <laughs> I just want to get a better understanding of like <laughs> who you are yeah and I think everybody else should as well because obviously like you're a very creative person Thanks, and man. you you're you're very much and like this is in a, the best way possible like you are very yeah. much so 
your own person, which yeah. I envy so much. And Thank you. I think, uh, yeah, it's just from an outsider's perspective, it's, it's like, again, very envious and mm. um, like, who, who are you and, and yeah. give us a bit of an insight on well, you. Well, I, first of all, thank you. That's fucking, that's nice, man. Thank you. I tried to like be, you know, myself and unique. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you noticed that is cool. So thank you. Um, but so I grew up in like a small town. Well, until I was like 15, I lived there in Houston near Prince George. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I've had four heart surgeries. Um, I was like born with a, a thing. And um, so I have an artificial pulmonary artery. Um, the wall in between the two valves mm -hmm. is artificial. Um, there's like a, and then there's like a few like other little, you know, nuts and screws, just little things in mm -hmm. there that are. And uh, so anyways, I've had four, four like open heart, three open heart. One was when I was like too little to do open heart. So they went mm -hmm. through my side and kind of around the back and went in there. But um, yeah, so I've had that. I played hockey for like until I was probably 18. When I moved to Vancouver, I stopped. I played one year of like beer league and mm -hmm. I was like, mm, not really feeling it anymore. Um, but when I played in Houston, there was only one, it was small, so there's only one team. But um, we went, and you went to winter games, and I was thinking about it, and mm -hmm. I was like, but then I realized you said Prince George. We went when it was in 100 Mile, probably mm -hmm. like years before you, because I feel like I'm a, like probably a few years older than you. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, we went to the BC Winter Games there and, and stuff. So like when you were talking about all the hockey stuff that you did, it was it just made me like, it brought me back to like thinking about when I, used to play and like love it and take it seriously and do all of that. Um, and so yeah, I did that until I was like 18, but we moved to Vernon uh, when I was 15. And I only lived there for three years. And then as soon as I graduated high school, I moved to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I've been there since. So I've been in Vancouver for, actually it just hit 10 years. Wow. Like, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. um, I moved there originally because in high school, so I started making music like just by like fluke. One time like somebody broke into our house and I wrote a rap verse about it. I don't, <laughs> fuck, I don't know why. Like <laughs> the most random shit ever, but I did it. And then after that, I just like was like, I want to be a rapper. And then I started, I was gar like garbage at the beginning. And uh, absolutely horrible. Not sure like, <laughs> what I was thinking, what people were thinking, buying my CDs. I don't know. And so anyways, I moved to Vancouver to go to the Art Institute for, for audio engineering. Mm -hmm. And I did that for like seven months. And I was like, mm, I'm not really feeling this. Not the music, but just the audio engineering itself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to spend more money on this schooling if I'm not even enjoying it. So I stopped. I dropped out of it. And then I just for... Probably from that was in like 2012. So probably from 2012 until when did I stop? I stopped making music like in 2018. So oh, wow. from for those like six years, I just like worked random weird jobs and just did music. And I did like put a bunch of albums out, um, went on tour a, a few times, traveled like further away and stuff to play mm -hmm. shows and whatnot. Um, and just sort of did a lot of that and, and really like 
put myself into that scene. Mm-hmm. I got to do a lot of really cool stuff and like meet a lot of really cool people and like make songs with people that I was like a fan of, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as like the music stuff goes, it like it ended up, you know, in the later years of it, like actually being great. And mm-hmm. I got to experience a lot of amazing things and do a lot of amazing things. Um, and then it kind of just hit a point where it was weird. Like I went through a pretty tough breakup in 20, well, first week of 2018. Mm-hmm. And I had been with that person for almost five years. So it like really messed me up. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason when that happened, I don't know why even still, for some reason when that happened, I was just like, I don't really want to make music anymore. And then I just stopped making music. So I'm not sure why, but mm-hmm. like for some reason that sparked that. Um, but at the time I was just starting to get into, I had been doing photography just for fun for a few years. And when all that happened, I was sort of just starting to get into like people actually paying me money to mm-hmm. take their picture. So it was kind of a, like a seamless transition. I sort of like just stopped music and just sort of went down the photography route. Mm-hmm. And the photography route has been in three years of doing it like professionally, miles beyond music as far in, in terms of like opportunity and people I've met and just the way that life has sort of gone. Mm-hmm. With music, it was very slow moving and very, you know, it felt very stagnant at times, but photography has consistently been like, in, like just crazy, yeah. like nonstop for three years. So it's really interesting how that works. So like part of me, you know, I miss making music because it was fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, if I had never stopped like and fully dove into photography, who knows if I would even be sitting here right now, you yeah. know, like I, what would I be doing? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to think about that. Um, but yeah, so then that was that past three years and now I'm here. So it's <laughs> just that's, a lot of, yeah, just a lot of experimenting with different yeah. art, arts and things that I want to try doing and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. No, that's awesome. And I, I mean, like one of the best things for me, like when I hear that is I, I think even just in like today's day and age, you know, and everybody, like I, I think that's the thing that I have grasped so much from that story is you're like, yeah, I was just doing like weird different jobs and, and just like following my passions. And mm-hmm. I think again, that's why you are like such an envious person is because you, you've just like followed your passions and it's, it's like you, and I don't like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost seems like you're, you, I don't, I don't know, like, but like, it almost seems like you weren't overly attached to a thing. It's like, this is what yeah. I'm doing and it's amazing and I love it, but it's like, you know what, tomorrow something could change and it's like, I'm just going to like, kind of like go with that and go yeah. with the flow, you know? And it's not in like a bad way at yeah. all. It's yeah. just like, again, it's very envious because it's like, obviously it's all worked out and now you're jumped into the photography and it, it's amazing to see the work that you do and Thanks, um and you're you're not just a man of one traits it's like a man of many traits and yeah. i think like one of the questions i was going to ask you is what were like some of the things that you almost learned from 
from being like out on the the road and like on tour and obviously meeting all those people like was there was there ever anything that obviously like really taught you some of those life lessons so or like some life lessons yeah so the the tours that we did were pretty pretty small but it was cool to like I think the coolest part of it I was so wrapped up in like wow we're in this other town or city where I don't have any friends here and mm -hmm. there's people there listening to whatever the fuck we're saying or yeah. rapping about like I, that for me was crazy I, it more so taught me like how how connected the world really is without maybe us realizing it all the time and it's like mm -hmm. you know you could go to for for both of the tours we played very like smaller intimate sort of venues one of them was like an acoustic one where my friend and I uh we we brought these chairs that my ex and I painted we splashed like paint different color paint on them mm -hmm. they were like these old wooden chairs off like the marketplace mm -hmm. and we splashed a bunch of paint on them and my friend Eric and I went on this tour and the whole thing was acoustic so we just sat there with his guitar and microphones and that was it and we sat on those chairs every show and after the show we told the crowd like if you want to come up we have these markers come write your name and the city you're from on the chair cool. so I noticed like when 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 people came into that there would be people like we'd be in Nanaimo and people would be writing cities that weren't Nanaimo and it just made me think like how yeah just about how like connected that the world really is mm -hmm. and we don't even realize it usually because it's not really something you think about a lot but and it, it, it comes back to this like the small world thing like mm -hmm. how you, you've been like best friends with my cousin mm -hmm. my sister knows you my dad knew who you were like yeah. all this stuff <laughs> and we like just met and it's like yeah. you know it's just weird like how you're just so close to everybody without mm -hmm. even realizing it yeah and I think that is probably the biggest thing the, the coolest thing that I did was when I went to, there's a indigenous reserve in, in Manitoba that um, this is again with the small world thing. Mm -hmm. I went, they, I can't remember how it happened, but somehow it happened where it's super isolated. It's called St. Teresa Point, mm -hmm. super isolated. And somehow it happened where they, somebody there caught wind of my music. I was in Vancouver at the time. And this is like this isolated reserve in the middle of nowhere in Manitoba mm -hmm. and um, not in the middle of nowhere but just away from Western civilization they're just yeah. kind of you know out and, and they're doing their thing and so they're they're just there and somebody found my music because of the internet probably and uh, so they got me to come over there so I flew there and there's like no cell service like no like they have one store and it's like this like local grocery store that they have that everything has to get like flown in from Winnipeg and wherever mm -hmm. else and anyways it's it's a very isolated lifestyle it's an absolutely beautiful place the people there are incredible um but anyways I went there once twice three times and I think it was the second time I went there that I was there and I can't remember how I discovered it but my great I think it's my great grandmother who or, or had lived there for a while. My, my grandpa's mom, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, my grandpa's mom or my, or my grandpa's grandma. I can't remember, mm -hmm. one of the two. Um, had lived there for a while, obviously like 100 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, what the, like, what are the chances? Like, I go to this really random place that I had never heard of until they, you know, contacted me mm -hmm. to play this show for the youth there and stuff. They have a very bad, um, or very, very high suicide rate there mm -hmm. for, for the, the youth, mm -hmm. probably because it's so isolated and, you know, yeah. there's a lot of issues in, in isolated indigenous communities. And um, so they wanted to bring, you know, people to come perform and do stuff for the youth. So I flew out and played a show for, for the kids. And um, anyways, it's just like, what, what are the chances that like, A, I get that opportunity in the first place to do something so amazing like that, mm -hmm. but B, that I have family ties to this random place that randomly contacted me. Mm -hmm. It's just stuff like that where I'm just like, man, the world is so, it's so small. And like the universe just works in ways where it's like, you know, it, it brings opportunities or people, you know, into your life. And, mm -hmm. and there, there's always just something amazing about every single piece of that. And so I think those are probably like the, the big, or that is probably the biggest thing that I like realized from just traveling around doing stuff mm -hmm. like that. And just like how interconnected everything is. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Yeah. I, Honestly, it's so true though. And what I was thinking about, even just like you said, with our or with our paths crossing, it's like, what are the chances that it, they didn't cross before, yeah. you know? And what I always think about with like any person that I cross paths with, especially when, um, when we kind of, in some sense, like are like so close mm -hmm. um, or like for, the majority of our lives have been so close to like crossing paths and it's like why why did it take this amount of time or like why mm -hmm. why now yeah. you know and they're all like i always think that there is a reason behind mm -hmm. it and like for instance us crossing crossing paths it's like this was the reason like mm -hmm. for me anyways i'm like this is the reason you know mm -hmm. like i obviously like you connected with me i connected with you and um obviously we were both drawn into each other's like videos and and even just like morals and mm -hmm. it's like what are the odds that like this is the time that we cross paths or yeah. that like you saw my stuff and i saw your stuff like what are the odds mm -hmm. and because it's like we easily could have seen it so prior, many times like so many times, <laughs> so many you know? times. and it's crazy because we probably have <laughs> either heard of each other just in random yeah. passing mm -hmm. like somebody just saying the name or something mm -hmm because we just are so closely like connected and mm -hmm. we just maybe didn't realize it or whatever until now. And I think that's just cool. And yeah. I, I just think like, yeah, the way that it works where like you get brought in at the, at the right time mm -hmm. and you know, for the right reasons. And I think that's really cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Uh, you're, it's like obviously massive photographer <laughs> and Thanks, how <laughs> like that whole entire journey um like obviously like i want to jump into into you and your story and obviously tie into all the mental health stuff mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. me personally i know when we were just sitting here talking before i was like i have just like questions to ask about the <laughs> photography and yeah. uh, i'm not gonna ask you about your the settings of your camera and, yeah. and how you take each individual shot but just like that whole process of it and like how like for you, like you said, it was kind of a seamless transition, but did you ever find yourself like in, in the state of questioning? Like, is this what I 
should be doing? Is this what I'm meant to be doing? Or, or like, how's that process been for you? All the time, <laughs> even now. Like, I'm like, do I, I like, I know I definitely want to be like, you know, making photos for probably ever. Mm-hmm. But I've thought, I think about it as like career wise. I'm like, is this what I should be doing? Mm-hmm. But then I think at the same time, I'm like, well, what, what else would I do? Mm-hmm. And at the moment, there's not really anything else. Like I would like to work some sort of like social work or something with, with indigenous youth mm-hmm. specifically. Um, but I think about that and I circle back and I'm like, well, why can't I just do that with photography? Like I could tie it in. I could, mm-hmm. you know, do, do like photojournalism type stuff where I'm yeah. educating people about these issues that people are facing and things that people are going through and do all of that. And that's how I could help. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of bring more awareness to it and, and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I think about it all the time and I question it like all the time. And, <laughs> but then I always come back to it and I'm always like, you know, no, I think this is it, mm-hmm. at least for now. And, yeah. and, but like you were saying, like sometimes you never know, like maybe something will just come up and you'll be like, oh, that's, that feels right. Yeah. Um, so that's the other thing. It's like, I'm always open to like opportunities or like, you know, different ideas mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Um, but I know definitely, like, I've never enjoyed doing something as much as I enjoy doing photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just kind of running with that for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And I, uh, like, I know, honestly, just with, like, with that and with all like entrepreneurs or the people that have escaped like the nine to five. I think that again is something of why like so many people do it um, is because obviously like it gives you that sense of of freedom, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's what everyone talks about. But I think even more so like just from hearing you, it's like, I think the way that we should all do it is like if something doesn't bring you happiness and joy, you're not stuck in it, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think that's why, um, when you do escape that nine to five, why it is so cool is because it's like, hey, you know what? Like, I can do whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever I I please, or like I can try different things. I can try and move into different mm-hmm. different uh, paths. And when you're not kind of held down in into the corporate life, and again, like there's nothing wrong with that yeah, whole no. entire life, but it's just it's really cool when it's like, hey, you know what? If it, if an opportunity presents itself, then I am gonna try it like if it, mm-hmm. if it truly brings me joy then like why not like, yeah honestly like yeah we're, time just keeps going it's continuous exactly. and it's never like you're never ever as young as you are right now and it's yeah. like if you don't try new things like for instance with you it's it's kind of like if you never picked up a camera it's like where would you be today yeah and it's like if you never sang where would you be today like yeah. there's there's so many different different things and it's kind of it's like who knows like you could have 10 different things that you've you've learned and and became extremely good at for the, in the like in the remainder of your life and it's it's just it's insane what is actually possible mm-hmm. when you kind of just allow yourself to believe it and yeah. allow yourself to see it and it's just like hey you know what if if this makes me happy then I want to do that mm-hmm. and if it doesn't then it's like I'm not held to it like yeah. nobody is pinning me down yeah. and saying that you must do this yeah. which I I think a lot of people honestly kind of need to realize as well as 
It's like you're never ever pinned down to anything. Yeah. yeah. Like anything at any given time, you can just change. You can just the rest decide of your something life. else. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. <laughs> and it, yeah, like you were saying, like time time doesn't stop. Like you know, the the planet's gonna spin whether mm-hmm. you move with it or not. Like mm-hmm. so, it's just be open to like you know open yourself to ideas and opportunities and you know say yes to Mm -hmm. things and like you know if it scares you or if it if it if it's like uncertain or seems you know you're you're makes you kind of you know your adrenaline pump like do it Mm -hmm. just go and and, because you never know and you never know until you try and it's like if you if you never do it, you're never going to know if you, if you're going to enjoy it or not, you know, mm-hmm. I always try to tell that, like I have friends who are like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to want to do this for a living or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or a friend who will like get offered a job and they're like, I don't know if I want to do it. And like, just, just do it. And then, you know, mm-hmm. like, otherwise you're not going to know. So, you know, we don't, we don't get a second go, not in this, body in this lifetime yeah. but like you know so just kind of just give her mm-hmm. and enjoy yourself yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> that's some that's some inspiring stuff i'm not gonna <laughs> lie some people i think you might have just inspired a lot of people to say <laughs> to say yes and give some things a try uh but honestly i want to kind of dive into um like obviously as you, you talked about how you want to I think one of the biggest things that I've seen from yourself is that you just, you genuinely just want to impact people, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that's why, like you said, you want to, you want to help the indigenous community and you want to, you want to serve it, serve it right in some way. And, um, it's obviously like some of that in, in my eyes kind of like stems from a story and that's like your story and, mm-hmm. and maybe some of the things that you've been through and, do you want to kind of dive into obviously some of that, some of the past things that have yeah maybe impacted you? Yeah. So I my 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 one half of my family is indigenous, and um, uh, so I grew up with a bit of the you know bit of influence. We weren't you know fully fully in in the culture and whatnot as a kid. My dad sort of. Um, he would make traditional food every now and then, or he would, you know, take us hunting with my grandfather and my uncle, Wyatt's dad, mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So that's when I would be like tapped into it when, you know, when we were doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like everyday life and stuff, it wasn't as tapped in, but there was little bits and pieces sprinkled in. Um, so I didn't actually know much, uh, like a lot of, of the, the big stuff until I became like fully an adult and living on my own, that's when I sort of started looking, really looking into it and whatnot. And over the past few years specifically, I really started getting into it more. Mm-hmm. And um, then, uh, or, or last year and this year have been like definitely the most of like, as far as like the spreading awareness and, and the activism sort of stuff. I mean, obviously I was going out to that reserve and things mm-hmm. like that, but really like being more vocal about it has been in the past few years specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and a large part of that has been just as I've learned more things, realizing like what maybe my grandfather had to go through as mm-hmm. as a kid and um, and growing up and like, you know, other relatives and I have cousins who and, and whatnot who I've 
gotten in touch with and met um, and learned more about, you know, everything through there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've become friends with with a lot of people who are also very tapped in in that sense. Um, one of my really good friends, Dakota, um, Dakota Bear, he's a activist rapper, uh, entrepreneur with a clothing clothing brand as well Mm -hmm. um him and i have gotten you know closer over the past little while and uh just through the things that he's been doing i've learned a lot as well um his clothing brand's called decolonial clothing co or clothing co or clothing i don't know if it has the co but Mm -hmm. actually under here i have one of the sweaters oh sweet yeah so he's got he's got lots of like different pieces and stuff, but this is one of the sweaters that he made. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, so I think a large part of that is my my grandpa and just kind of as I learn more things about everything, um, sort of wanting to to help in a way or um, raise awareness and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then um, my grandpa passed in February. And when he passed, I was sort of like, well, damn, like, you know, I, uh, there was a lot that I wanted to talk to him about that I just never got the chance to, because I was always, this is another part about like, just do it. Mm-hmm. There was this idea that I had where I wanted to photograph him. I wanted to make a bunch of like really um, intimate, like portraits of him. And I wanted to do a whole story thing about, about a lot of his upbringing and mm-hmm. the injustices that specifically he faced and struggles and whatnot in in his family and with my dad even and my uncle mm-hmm. and my aunt but um and I had this whole idea and we all thought we were going to have more time with him and um obviously we didn't and so after that I was like well damn I'm never going to get to do that project with mm-hmm. him now so I was like, well, what else, like, what can I do to sort of honor that instead? And that's one, one reason why I really sort of really dived into it since then was, I mean, I was already going to anyway, but that kind of is sort of a, a, a driver behind it all now, mm-hmm. because I'm just like, he's not here anymore. He can't, you know, speak for himself. He can't, you know, tell that story. So, mm-hmm. so I want to help do that. Um, even like with the Truth and Reconciliation Day, um, just recently when mm-hmm. they finally like made it a thing, mm-hmm. I was on my road trip. Actually, it was the first day. A yearly, I go on a yearly road trip like through the Rockies, and it was the first day that I was going when that day was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made like a little video. I had one of the decolonial shirts on that mm-hmm. just said "Justice for Indigenous." Oops, and it was orange. Um, and I just made a little video, like I put my I put my uh, phone and I just went in the middle of the highway and I just played this like, there's this indigenous singer mm-hmm. sound that that's on TikTok. It's a singer singer called Chubby Cree and he's this like kid and he's amazing. Anyways, so I played that and I pretty much just kind of like ran back and I you showed the view and whatever you could see the shirt and I brought up and I held mm-hmm. the shirt. I didn't say anything in the video. I just wanted to show the shirt mm-hmm. and. In the caption, I just put, like, wish my grandpa could have been here to see this day mm-hmm. um, because I know it would have meant a lot to him. Um, so just with stuff like that, yeah. And, like like I said, I have cousins and, like, my dad and uncle mm-hmm. and aunt and stuff and just other family. But also, like, my friends and stuff that I've met. Like, 
it's there's there's so many people who you know you you hear all these different stories and you see all these different things and like when I went to the reserve seeing mm-hmm. the things that those kids there were going through stuff like that um, but I got in was it August end of August I got to do something really really cool um, Dakota actually asked me to shoot they were doing a um, all indigenous festival in Vancouver um, called Circles Fest mm-hmm. and it was like music performers um, speakers stuff like that but everything was indigenous like the all the the um, booths the merch booths that they had set up the performers and everything um, like everything and um, he asked me to, to photograph it so I got to go and just shoot the whole day and, and just document that which was really cool because it was like the first indigenous led festival mm-hmm. in Vancouver and um, and the first one they're going to do it like yearly and mm-hmm. so that was really cool to be a part of and to be like asked to do mm-hmm. um, so I'm just stoked like it goes back to helping with you know things like with photography yeah. like I can you know I can photograph this and I can document it mm-hmm. and and that's helping because that's then going to spread you know that information and those stories in those ways mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of all like I guess tied in Absolutely. together so it's it's good I love it it's so oh, that's I think uh, like the one the one thing that I was kind of gaining from this or like the one word that kind of came to my mind was just community and mm-hmm. I think I think that's the biggest thing is what like even another thing that I was thinking about was how there's like being an open-minded person I think is is so important and just like for me one of the things that I always have like tried to do and especially recently like I'm I'm just a very open-minded person and I love hearing like these stories like mm-hmm. I, I listen to those types of stories forever because I find it so interesting and I find it's like that's something I don't know like and I, I'd never be like oh yeah I, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've been there. I've seen that because yeah. I haven't and I'm not going to ever yeah. say anything on it. But I love to listen and, and learn. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it is so cool to, to hear that you've been learning. And obviously, again, like, well, obviously, first and foremost, I, I feel so, so sorry for the loss of your grandpa. I know oh, thank you. it, it hit, your, hit your family pretty mm-hmm. hard. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think I just know that you are making a massive impact with like the projects that you are taking on and obviously even just like learning about about your culture and about um all the things that you do want to learn and it's very cool and especially just you sharing that and because again it's like I get to learn this Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. you share it and it's Mm -hmm. like that's a way that you impact somebody else and um because like me personally I didn't know I don't know enough um, about everything to mm-hmm. ever give my opinion on it or, or mm-hmm. to talk about it. But like I said, I love to hear it because then it's like, I can hear it from somebody else. And, mm-hmm. and obviously it matters who you, who you hear your information sure. from, but sure. it, it's great because then I, um, like me and other people can obviously be like, Oh, I understand a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's all it takes is a little bit. And then it mm-hmm. sparks something within somebody to learn more and maybe like be a part of that festival next year and, mm-hmm. and, and join in on those things. Cause I remember following along and, and watching 
you shoot that festival. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's going on? And yeah. I was so intrigued by it. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other people were as well. But it is, it's really, really neat to, to hear you talk about that. And, and again, just wanting to, to make an impact within the, the community and, and being, um, in a sense, like, I don't, I don't want to use an influencer, but I just, I have a lack of words right now. I know for, what you mean. Yeah. For like, maybe even in a sense, like an ambassador, mm-hmm. um, for, for you and your family history. And, mm-hmm. and that's what, again, is just, it's really, really cool to, mm-hmm. to hear that aspect Thanks, of it. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I know previously, like you spoke about in the, in the one small community that you did go to. And when you got to play music there and, and you said, um, or one of the things that you did talk about was how there is, uh, kind of a large rate of suicide or it's more mm-hmm. common in, in those smaller communities. Like how is, how has that, um, impacted you and your life? And is it like for you, like, I know even recently you, you made a post that was, again, like very, very impactful and, and Thanks, one man. that definitely sparked conversation within a lot of people and um, obviously even helped lead to this this conversation mm-hmm. today. And yeah. um, for you and your life, like how, what has your your journey been with, with that? And obviously like how, how have you been impacted by, mm-hmm. by all of that? Well, seeing like, it sucks to see, you know, anybody feeling like that. But seeing like kids feel like that is 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 almost worse because kids don't necessarily have or feel like they have access to the help that maybe they need or they can get. Um, and knowing how like I felt as a kid, if I felt sad, like you don't know what to do. I know that you relate to that all too mm-hmm. well, and you just like don't you don't know what to do. So knowing that like there were kids there that you know felt like that that just sort of almost made me want to just help even more. And that's again why, mm-hmm. one of the many reasons why why I said the thing about like doing social work with indigenous youth, because the, there's just so many systemic things that, that happen that affect the youth so much. And mm-hmm. um, just, being able to help them and nourish them so that they can, you know, avoid that path and become whatever amazing things that they become would would just be really like amazing to be a part of. Um, so I think, yeah, just sort of seeing that made me really want to help even more. But as far as like in my own, you know, aspect, that was always like pretty separate from seeing that. But in my own thing, like when I moved to Vancouver, I felt, I was 18, or I just turned 18. I didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. like at all. And um, just kind of growing up in a smaller town and then all of a sudden just being in a big city, not knowing anybody, not really knowing who you are, you're 18. Most people don't really know who they are when they're 18. Mm-hmm. You feel like all of a sudden just like, what is going on? And like lost and just, it, it really hit me like, way harder than I think I would have ever suspected it would. Um, But then, you know, there's other little things that happen in life that, you know, little heartbreaks or you lose friends or whatever. 
And um, because you're already feeling the way you are, those just sort of heighten it. And then you're already by yourself. You don't really have anybody to turn to there. And it just kind of snowballs. And so over the, probably from when I was like 18, which would have been 2011 to 2014, that like three year time period, I, I started drinking a lot um, for, for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And much like how you mentioned, you, yeah. you did. Um, pretty much similar and I would I would just you know I would fill up a water bottle and it wouldn't be water and I would go for a walk somewhere and just like sit in a park and just yeah and um anyways for about three years it was like pretty gnarly like that and uh if I ever did go out like to a show or to to play a show to watch Mm -hmm. a show to play a show to do whatever go out to the bar club with friends or whatever it would always be like excessive mm-hmm. because not because I didn't know when to stop, but because I was like the, the, the reasons that I was drinking, I was just like, whatever we're here, it's mm-hmm. the alcohol is here. Let's do it kind of thing. And it sucks. Cause like, there's lots of times where I remember specifically, like I got close with, um, I'm not going to name the artist because this isn't about the clout, but mm-hmm. there's an, there's an artist who I got, not close, but close-ish with, mm-hmm. um, who, who started to do really well, uh, a rapper. Um, and he was at the time living in Vancouver. So there was a, a multiple times where I would be out, say at one of his shows or at the club or something and be hanging out and I would just be just gone. Mm-hmm. And I just think back and I'm like, I just don't want to think about the shit that I would have did or said mm-hmm. because I didn't know him well where he was like a close friend of mine but I knew him well enough to be doing that around, around mm-hmm. him. But also like, I didn't know him well enough where like, I wouldn't feel embarrassed if I did something stupid. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, does he fucking remember the shit that I did? He probably doesn't, he probably doesn't even think about it, but yeah. I do, and yeah. it fucks with me. So I'm like, you know, I, I think about that a lot, even now. And um, anyways, there was lots of times where I would go out and, and just, you know, excessive. And so in 2014, um, the, the, the girl who I ended up spending almost five years with, her and I were together for about a year at this point. And she had been really helping me, you know, get through that and, 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 and I slowed down a lot. And there was a point in 2014 where I was like, you know what, I, I have to stop. Like, mm-hmm. I have to stop drinking. I can't. Because if I, if I keep going, it's, gonna, it's not going to get better. Mm-hmm. It's just going to get worse. So... In 2014, I stopped drinking for good. Um, so in August of this year, like just recently, mm-hmm. I hit seven years of like not drinking at wow. all. Um, so that was like a huge, but like during that, I was very, um, very much, there was, there was times where I didn't want to live mm-hmm. anymore. And that drinking was, in my mind, was going to make me not feel that. We both know that it's not the fucking case. Mm-hmm. So um, after I stopped drinking, I was like, maybe, you know, maybe this will help, whatever. Did a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and those thoughts, you know, fizzled. But every now and then, you know, made their appearances. Um, and then for the most part, like, from from then until this year, it's been 
pretty like mellow. Like, yeah, I've had, you know, hard times or, mm -hmm. or, or there's been moments or, you know, little kind of ruts here and there, but it was never as bad as it was then. Mm -hmm. And then this year, just with, with kind of my grandpa and then I ended up finding out I had to leave the place that I had been living for five years, um, which was really stressful um, to mm -hmm. try to find a new place for me and the dogs that I have mm -hmm. um, by myself because I also went through a, a breakup a little bit before that, like a, a few months prior to that. Um, so then that was all kind of really stressful in the first bit of the year. Um, I lost one of the reoccurring video jobs I had which was like a large portion of my income. So mm -hmm. that sort of stressed me out while trying to move. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, I went through like a, a really, really hard heartbreak um, breakup that sort of just, it, I don't want to say these thoughts were because of that because they weren't mm -hmm. exclusively, but like just everything piling up. And, and I sort of felt like, okay, well, at least I have this still. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, I was like, fuck. Like literally, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, everything is just gone now. Sort mm -hmm. of thing, is is how I felt. So, after all of that stuff happened, I was very much in a place where I was like, questioning. Like, this comes back to the you know questioning photography, questioning everything I'm doing, and I was sort of just like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like myself. I don't want to. I almost like quit my job and bought a van and just left like that. I was close to doing mm -hmm. that. If I didn't have the dogs with me, I probably would have, mm -hmm. um, at the time. And, um, I was very much like, I don't know what the fuck. And then it just sort of kept getting worse, like the thoughts. And it got to a point where I was just like, I don't even know. Like it wasn't necessarily like the same as how it was back before when it was mm -hmm. like 2013 ish where I was, sad and I was like I hate I hate living I don't want to live mm -hmm. it was more just at this point it was like I don't know if I really have like a purpose to be here anymore and I was like I don't really like feel like being here anymore mm -hmm. it was like a very much it was almost like a more like I would be content with just not being here anymore mm -hmm. rather than the other type of thoughts and that was scarier because I was like I'm okay with it and that's weird mm -hmm. and like that is worse I think to me yeah and I was like, I, so I was sitting there and I was like very close to being like, okay, how would I do it? How, you know, what would mm -hmm. it look like planning it out and shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, I knew my road trip was coming up like a few months. It was a few months away. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, if I don't feel better by then I'll do the road trip. It'll be one last like hurrah for my my, my soul and my spirit in this body. I'll do the trip, I'll take photos, I'll leave those photos behind for whoever to you know enjoy them, whatever. And we'll just call it a day. And um, by the time the road trip came, I was feeling like a little bit better where I was like pretty sure that I, you know, I wasn't feeling like that anymore. But I was like, I'm gonna go on this trip, I'm gonna see how I feel, I'm gonna see how it goes, I'm gonna see if you know. It goes to how you were talking about with traveling where you were saying you, you didn't necessarily feel like while you're traveling, like you, you found yourself and you, you know, mm -hmm. all those things. It, I was more so like, I'm going to go on this trip and see if I feel better. And, mm -hmm. and if it reminds me like why I'm here, mm -hmm. I'm going to go on this trip and just make a bunch of photos and just focus on that mm -hmm. and, and just 
experience the, the world around me and, and remind myself like how beautiful of a place this is. And mm -hmm. you know, like, like you were saying, there's more that I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I was going into it with the mindset of like, I'm gonna try to remind myself of that. Coming out of it, succeeded in that. So I, mm -hmm. yeah, I like, you know, it, it was an amazing trip, beautiful. The photos are some of my favorite photos I've ever made. Um, and yeah, while I was on it, I just was thinking a lot about that. Like, you know, there's way more that I need to accomplish and there's more that I need to do for my grandpa's legacy to tell that story, to help the youth, to, you know, document whatever else I end up photographing in my life, to, you know, meeting new people like yourself and, and stuff like that. And sort of just reminded myself of that and it worked. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, like, I think it was just one of those, one of those ruts, but it was deep. It was a deep rut, and it was it lasted a lot longer than previous ones, mm -hmm. and it felt different because I mean, twenty-eight-year-old me is not is not twenty-three-year-old me mm -hmm. or twenty-one-year-old me mm -hmm. is not not even close. Mm -hmm. So the way that I looked at the situations is massively different, um, which probably benefited me this time around. Because if I was thinking about it back then like that, probably wouldn't have went the way that it did now. Yeah. Um, so that was what that post was about. And I typed that out like a couple days before I shared it. And I sat on it and I was like, do I really wanna like do this? Cause I know it's gonna open conversation. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, do I really feel like talking about it? And I was like, I know I would f to, to some people, but I know to some people I just like wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that you relate to that. You're just like, there's certain people where you're like, I really don't want to fucking talk yeah. to you about this. And, but um, when you asked me about it, because obviously I was familiar with your, your, your like videos and stuff, I wasn't familiar with this. Mm -hmm. I've been like very much like zoned out lately and I just for some reason didn't even fucking know. I don't know what the fuck, so I apologize. <laughs> no, but no, but um, but but when you asked, I was like, I've seen your videos. I see you know the things that you say and do online and and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and um, and and actually on that note, it's really cool that you and Tessa, you guys are very similar. It seems like, mm -hmm. and I've been following her for about the same time as I've been following you, and you guys both sort of it seems like you know advocate for similar things. Mm -hmm. I think that's really awesome. I think that's beautiful. Um, so knowing that and knowing like, you know, your heart's there and your heart is, is, is very true to helping people and, and, and the things that you want to talk about and stuff. When you asked me, that's one of the reasons why I didn't even hesitate mm -hmm. because you can just, you can just tell and you can like read people's energy and you just know, you know, who's genuine and who's not. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's another reason I think why we clicked. So quickly and easily and seamlessly was because we kind of just knew and so yeah like when I say you know I didn't want to talk about it to some people like you're not mm -hmm. with some people yeah. <laughs> I definitely was like stoked yeah. when and that's another reason why it goes back to the whole like just do it mm -hmm. because you never know if I had not posted that yeah we probably would have connected yeah but you you maybe wouldn't have 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 known the things that you know already and mm -hmm. you know maybe it would have taken longer to connect or, or whatever mm -hmm. and um, it would have played out differently which is maybe not a bad thing but mm -hmm. you know it, it's cool that it sort of worked out the way it did because of a moment of 
super vulnerability. Yeah. And I think that that's rad. Mm-hmm. I think more people need to do that because, yeah, the, the world, especially the internet, is a really fucking ugly place sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it can also not be. Yeah. And, you know, there's also like a lot of people who are very much in the same place, especially with the current situation of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all in it. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And we're all kind of feeling these things. Maybe not the exact same things, but similar things. And we're all just working through it, you know, mm-hmm. together. And not to plug the stuff I'm doing, but I made a book about that last year, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, to to sort of document that, what I was just saying, basically. So mm-hmm. it's very much, yeah, just that's another reason why I just want to be vulnerable so people know, like, I'm not the only one who feels like this. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And sometimes even just seeing somebody else talk about something is a nice moment of comfort for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't talk to them about that, it's just nice to know that, to, to have that little reminder of like, you know, oh, it's not just me. Yeah. And I think that's that's helpful. So. No, yeah, exactly. I, I think the biggest thing that you, like in all of that is just, the fact of being genuine and I think again like that's the main reason why I wanted to bring you on is because you don't like I I told you when you walked in I was like yeah like you just you're very much so like yourself you know and Mm. there's it's not that you're trying to be anybody you don't like that's why I like me personally I love when I I see somebody that's doing something different or that is just like themselves and because like I personally always want to try and be myself, but I know that I, I lose myself sometimes because I'm like, oh, this is what I'm trying to do. And okay, who's a role model? And mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to be your own role model. Mm-hmm. You know, I think most of the time that's what we actually have to do is be our, our own role model. And um, for me, just, yeah, again, like when you posted that, that post and, and seeing you, you talk about that immediately, I related so much to it and it was it was honestly the fact of feeling like okay you know what like I feel like I've in a sense like served my purpose Mm -hmm. and I think like there's always more that we can kind of do or there's always um, there's always like more that we can put out into the world but it's also like sometimes it it can be a lot of the same stuff Mm -hmm. and like you uh, like I know sometimes for myself I get into this point where I'm like okay yeah you know what like I'm doing, I'm doing podcasts and this is seriously not to take away from anybody's story because mm-hmm. every story is incredible and they are impacting so many people, mm-hmm. but I'm like me, myself, I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing podcasts. Is, is this what I want to do forever? Or like, mm-hmm. is this, um, if I'm doing the, this, if I'm doing the, the same thing all the time, is that like, is that just like me? me just like going on is like life just passing by, you know, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. same with like being, um, like just making videos that I make or, or just living life and, and doing things. It's like, is this really what, what I want to do forever? Is like, Mm -hmm. is there more to it? You know, because if Mm -hmm. you're doing the similar, like similar things all the time, it's like sometimes that can just drown itself out and you do, you find yourself sitting there and it's like, okay, like I've done this multiple times or dozens or hundreds of times it's like 
okay, like, do I, do I feel like I am still growing and expanding or am I just kind of in this standstill where I'm just kind of repeating everything? Mm -hmm. And, um, so like when I read your post, I was like, shit, like this, I, I just relate so much because I know, like, honestly, there's been so many times when I've just kind of sat there and just been like, okay, yeah, like, this is great. Like I'm doing a lot in the world mm-hmm. or I'm doing, like, it seems like I'm doing a lot and it's like, but at the end of the day, like, have I kind of just like done my, done my dues mm-hmm. and it's like, and, and that's like, it does, it becomes a scary thought when you start to think about that mm-hmm. because I know there's sometimes I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm just not going to live for very long. Like that's mm-hmm. just like a, a reoccurring thought that mm-hmm. has occurred in the past. Um, not as much anymore, but, mm-hmm. uh, it definitely has like it crept in and it would always replay in my head. And I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like I have just served my purpose. Yeah. And then when that happens though, that is when it becomes scary because it's, it's like it's part of the fun and, and part of the whole journey and adventure like that is the best part is the journey and the adventure. Mm-hmm. And when you're figuring it out or when things just work out and it's like, it, it got really scary there for a moment, but Hey, it worked out. And mm-hmm. that's when it becomes very, very cool. Mm-hmm. But it does, it adds that extra sense of, um, like question or, or second guessing when, when you feel like you've, kind of done it or achieved it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again because like there always is more that you can do there's always different things you can do mm-hmm. but when you do feel like you've served your purpose that's when it becomes scary and yeah. that's why again like when i was reading your post it was just like holy shit like this guy is speaking to so many people right now and i guarantee you like for for the people that did like reach out to you or or comment mm-hmm. on it like kudos to them but there's also Gar- like 100% there's so many more people that read yeah. that and we're just like wow this yeah. guy like he is speaking my life right now yeah yeah it's it's amazing how how many times because every now and then I'll throw in a post like that like I try to keep my my well Instagram specifically like very um uh diverse and I try to have a lot of of variety in there mm-hmm. um a, because with my, my work, I don't want to just post one sort of type of photo. I want to mm-hmm. show, like, yo, I do a lot of different shit. Um, but also because, you know, it's good to have every now and then just a moment of, of realness to just bring people back in, like, hey, you know, behind all these images, there there's a person. Like, because a lot of the time it's not pictures of me. Mm-hmm. So every now and then I'll throw one in. You know, whenever I post a photo of me, it's usually with some sort of meaningful mm-hmm. caption, whatever it's about. So every now and then I'll throw one up of me and I'll, I'll have, you know, some something in there. And it's amazing how many people, when I do that, reach out. There was one I did, actually it was probably about a year ago. No, it was like last December or something. It got like, I replied to everybody on it. But I think there's like 400 and something comments on the picture. Wow. I replied to everyone. So that means like 200 and something people commented, mm-hmm. which was nuts. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was, this one was amazing, you know, because obviously a lot of people commented, messaged me, whatever, whatever. I don't do it for that. But yeah. like when, 
when I posted that one and hundreds of people commented and messaged me, like I was replying to people for days mm-hmm. and like just, it was quarantine and I was living alone at the time. So what the fuck else was I doing? Mm-hmm. I was just sitting there on my phone. I was replying to people for days about it. And like, so just knowing that, you know, it, it, it helps people and that people feel connected with that and people feel, I think the, the, the nicest feeling when I do stuff like that and, and people comment or message me or whatever is that the fact that people feel comfortable and safe enough to mm-hmm. open up or to be like, hey, I relate to this, like, thank you because that takes a lot in itself. But mm-hmm. to to do that with somebody you don't, I mean, a lot of people I don't know personally. Some of them I do, some of them I don't. But to do that with somebody you maybe don't know personally is, is I think, very telling of the, the person. So like knowing that people can feel safe or comfortable, you know, talking to me about that is a really nice feeling. And that's sort of something that I like, the sort of energy that I strive to, to bring anywhere I go, whether it's in person or on the internet. But um, anyways, that was a side thing. What I was trying to get at with what you were saying was it's, it's really nice knowing that, that, that it's helping people and that people mm-hmm. are relating to it. And um, because that's ultimately the reason I share it because mm-hmm. I want people to know like, hey, you know, you're not alone with it. But also because I want to be like, I don't want to feel alone with this here it is world and hopefully somebody you know relates to it um so it's really nice it's a nice feeling when people when people say something definitely and when it even grows into something like this like it's even nicer of a feeling Mm -hmm. so um it's pretty rad i think people should be vulnerable more often i think it it would it benefits everyone definitely (laughs) yeah i was actually gonna say pretty like a little bit earlier, but uh, kind of just forgot about it or like lost train of thought or we got into a different conversation. But what I was going to say is, um, honestly, it's one of the best feelings ever when somebody, when you can acknowledge that somebody is truly confiding in you. Mm-hmm. And I know like recently what I've, what I've been kind of doing is uh, I'll like put out these polls and just ones that kind of make people question things and and it really I try to make them in a way that will allow um, or really present an opportunity for people to be vulnerable and when when I can tell that somebody is or when they answer basically out of vulnerability then I immediately like message them and just try and create a conversation and the coolest part though is when I do that and I see people send me like a novel mm-hmm. about what's going on in their life. And I, I read them and it's like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. I, I feel so fortunate, so lucky to be in that moment mm-hmm. because I get to obviously connect with somebody, but even more so I get to, I get to really see a light of somebody that most people don't. Mm-hmm. And again, like that's why I love doing this. That's mm-hmm. why I love sitting and having these conversations because I truly get to to see, um, like obviously I share them, so everybody else gets to see it. Mm-hmm. But like I am the one that gets to sit here and feel feel the the I guess like the vibe in mm-hmm. the air and and feel like the aura of yeah. of the person, and I get to read the emotion, and mm-hmm. I get to to sit here and ponder and think and and really experience it. And mm-hmm. like that's what it's all about. 
is, is you get to experience somebody's stories and, and mm-hmm. really get to like feel the pain that they've been through and even feel, honestly, just feel all forms of emotions, which is again, like so cool. And it's, and it, uh, even then it, it's, it's just amazing because you, you see people that will reach out to you over social media and they'll, they'll confide in you and they'll, they'll tell you something. And, uh, even like one of the things that I struggle with is, is really like feeling the emotion off of those things and, and, and being like, okay, yeah, this is a real person that's, that's telling me real struggles in their life. Mm -hmm. But when I get to sit here and talk with somebody face to face, I'm like, I feel every last emotion off of it. Right. But it still is like, obviously when you, when you can post something that somebody feels comfortable enough or it speaks to them Mm -hmm. in, in such a great volume to where they feel comfortable enough to really show that vulnerable side of themselves or, and even if it's just like a a support, like just a support message, something Mm -hmm. like that, it's like, wow, you know what? Like this person, obviously like this is hitting a piece of them. And even though they're just saying like, thank you for sharing this, it's like, that's hitting a piece of them that um, maybe they, they wouldn't have acknowledged or, or thought about before Mm -hmm. you posted that. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's, there's, like even coming back to the ones, one thing that you said about social media and it's like, we, it can be such a negative place, but it also can, can work the opposite and it can Mm -hmm. be such a great place where people obviously can be vulnerable and they can share some amazing, incredible things and impact a lot of lives. And, Mm -hmm. um, obviously like something that you've shown and, and something that like, I guess I've shown as well. And Mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy what, what a simple post can do. And, mm-hmm. and I think we always like, for me anyways, I always fabricate it in my head and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna post this and hopefully some people resonate with it or confide mm-hmm. in me off of it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's always just a matter of like showing, showing that side of yourself mm-hmm. so then other people can just see that, hey, you know what, like if, if he can do it, then like, why can't I, or like, if, if he can post something that is so vulnerable, then it's like the least I could do would be like message him mm-hmm. or, or comment on it or something, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just all the little things I think that uh, can actually be tied into these posts that are the most impactful, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, it's insane when yeah. you, when you get down into the, into the details of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing how, like I was thinking about this, what was I thinking about this? I think about it today because I was listening to, yeah, I was listening to the recent podcast episode. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the guy's name off the top Eddie of my head. Pinero. Yeah, that one. Um, I was listening to that on the way here. And I was thinking about, because you mentioned how um, social media and, and how like our parents, I think you mentioned it, maybe he did. Someone mentioned mm-hmm. it with social media, how our parents didn't have that. We have that. Um and uh and it made me think like how on one hand it's it's made life harder for a lot of kids and a lot Mm -hmm. of people because of you know internet whatever feeling like they have to be a certain way feeling like you know life has to be this or that also internet bullying things Mm -hmm. like that but on the other hand it's been amazing because it brings so many people together so many people Mm -hmm. and most of the people that are in my life right now 
currently, I had, I have, I had, they had something to do with the internet brought us together, mm-hmm. which is insane to think about, but it's also like amazing how like you could like one of my best friends in the whole world. He lives in Australia. Mm-hmm. I've never met him in person, ever. His sister is is an actress. She was on a show that I shot. Uh, there was an event, a, a fan convention event. The 100 was the show. Okay. And so I shot photos for this convention. Oh, wow. And his sister was there. I didn't know him yet. And um, anyways, shot event, whatever, photos. Met his sister, sort of became acquainted with his, his, his sister and her husband, who were both on the show. And then through them, him and I got in touch through the internet. And this was a couple years ago now. And we text almost every day. We FaceTime, you know, as much as we can. He's in Australia, so mm-hmm. the time difference is bananas. But yeah. it, we, we FaceTime as much as we can. We voice message each other, whatever, text, all the time. And and he's one of the closest people to me, and I've never met him in person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, without the internet, I would never know Pat. I would never know him. Well, maybe, but not like this. Yeah. And it's just... it. There's a lot of stories like that, I think, that a lot of people have. And mm. so, on, yeah, on one hand, the internet is a horrible place. But on the other hand, again, there's things like that mm-hmm. where you can, you can get brought in. And I was thinking about that when I heard the thing that you were mentioning and how it can help people help people. Mm-hmm. Like this, what you're doing right yeah. now. Like, people watch this on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and it's helping people. So mm-hmm. it's... It's pretty cool, I think. Absolutely. Um, and I, I actually was thought about this too. Was so the first ever video that I saw of yours was the one where you went on date. You took yourself on like self right. date. That was the first ever video I saw of yours, and I can't remember when I saw it, but I saw it and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna fucking do that. And uh, so I did. And I made it uh, not as, as in-depth of a video as you did, mm-hmm. um, but I did it and I made like a little like video thing for it. But, but that was how I like found you. And then I did that and it sort of was the opening the door to me doing more things by myself because mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who typically likes or up until recently liked to do things by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it I liked to like share moments with people, experiences with people and stuff like that. But seeing that inspired me to do that. And without social media, who knows? Right? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That is really cool. That's, <laughs> I'm happy you actually shared that with me. I know, uh, actually, it was literally yesterday. I was, I was looking at that video and I was like, is this a video? Like, I don't even know. Like, you know how sometimes you just kind of, start to second guess yourself and question yourself. And like, obviously I posted it a long, like quite a while ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, it was, uh, it was a really important video because like I kind of stated at the beginning of the video, like I was just like kind of battling some, just battling some mental health struggles. And it was, it was a great way for me to prove to a lot of people that, Hey, you know what? Just because like, just because I, I do this platform, just because I am somebody who's like taking great care of myself, who's really tried to expand and learn and grow. And because I have done all those things, it's like, it doesn't mean that 
I can't struggle still. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't mean that you become invincible and mm -hmm. that you just like, oh yeah, I'm great, you know, and yeah. I'm perfect. So it's like, mm -hmm. no, like your mental health, it fluctuates and mm -hmm. it is like a big roller coaster. For sure. And for that video, like it was, it was a great way for me to obviously, honestly, like show somebody like yourself or mm -hmm. like give, give somebody uh, like yourself that, that uh, motivation or even like a sense of courage where it's like, Hey, yeah, you know what? Like I want to go do that. And then mm -hmm. you like go and do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because you've seen somebody else do it and somebody else enjoy it. Yeah. And that's what I really was like wanting to do for people was show them that, Hey, you know what? Like if you're ever struggling, you don't have to like, sometimes, yeah, it's great just to like sit in your bed and, and let yourself feel it. Mm -hmm. But other times you can kind of take action on it and, mm -hmm. and just like go do something for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's, it was really cool because social media made that possible for me to share that experience with mm -hmm. people. Like I could share it with the people that are surrounding me, but it's like, I might share that with 10 people and they might go like two of them might try it mm -hmm. and it's, it's great. But yeah. if I can share that with thousands of people mm -hmm. and they, they go try it mm -hmm. and it's like, Hey, you never know how many people you actually impacted mm -hmm. off of that, yeah. you know? And it, and it's with everything. And that's why I find it funny. Like I'm somebody who doesn't like to look at numbers, mm -hmm. but when I do look at numbers, I look at it as people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, um, that's what a lot more people should kind of do is wrap mm -hmm. their head around the fact that, Hey, you don't have, you don't have 2000 followers or 10,000 followers. You have 10,000 people mm -hmm. that are following you. Yeah. And it's like, they're, they're real people. And when, yeah. when you look at it as a big giant room, and it's like, okay, like it's imagine of chucking people. all of those yeah. people <laughs> into a room and realizing and like, oh, now I'm having a bit of an analogy here, but like chucking all those people in a room and then you're standing on the stage yeah. and you realize that like all of them are actually there for you. It's a crazy feeling. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> like well, it's mind boggling. It's, an, it's amazing. I checked a video, was it this morning or last night? I think there's like almost 26,000 views on it, yours. So if you think about that, 26,000 people, mm -hmm. there's no fucking way I'm the only person who tried yeah. it because of that. Not a chance, mm -hmm. not a chance. Who the fuck knows how many, and you know, mm -hmm. how many people saw that and they're like, I'm gonna do that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And like, that's, that's so dope. Mm -hmm. So, and like who, you know, they probably didn't tell you. I told you because I thought of it because we were doing this. Yeah. Otherwise I probably wouldn't have even thought to tell you. Mm -hmm. and, um, so it's like, you know, how many people went out and tried it because they saw that mm -hmm. you never know, but yeah. it's pretty cool to think about. Yeah. I think a lot, uh, like one of the things even just feeding off of that is a lot of people, uh, don't necessarily think about how big of an impact they can actually make on other people's lives, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like a simple, a simple post or a simple video or, or just something that doesn't seem like a lot can actually like seriously change somebody's life like it can and it's not saying that it's just like it's just <laughs> they're gonna watch the video and be like my life is fixed it's better but mm -hmm. it's like it might spark that within them you know spark mm -hmm. that that little fire under their ass where they're like hey you know what i'm gonna try something for myself mm -hmm. or like you know what i'm sick of feeling so down i want to to change something mm -hmm. or maybe they they hear your story or my story and they they look at it and they're like hey you know what like this guy whose life wasn't wasn't some some 
like freaking movie the mm-hmm. whole entire time mm-hmm. and it still isn't yeah but it's like there's a lot of highs and there's a lot of lows and it's like realizing that and looking at that and realizing like hey you know what if i'm on rock bottom right now it doesn't mean i'm gonna stay here forever mm-hmm. and it also if i'm feeling like i'm at the top of the freaking mount everest on on emotions it's like it doesn't mean i'm gonna stay up there forever mm-hmm. it's like you are gonna like go up and down and up and down and up mm-hmm. and down but it's like I always say is that like you need obviously and this is the biggest cliche saying ever, but like you need those low moments to experience those high moments. For sure. Because without them, like either yeah. one, like you wouldn't you wouldn't understand the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you were always happy, you're not always happy because that's just like where you are. Yeah. You know? So it's not that you're I don't know, like you were I just think uh we all need to kind of realize that more and realize mm-hmm. that you know, like this is, this is life and it's going to take its course. And obviously there's ways to really manage things. And and honestly, it's not even necessarily managing. It's more so understanding. Mm -hmm. And I know that's been one of my biggest things that I've had to to learn and experience is just like, you know what? Some days I might get extremely anxious. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but I also know that throughout the day, I'm gonna to talk to myself and we're gonna have some good conversations and mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and down and up and down and I know that tomorrow I'm gonna to wake up and it's probably gonna be better. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm gonna learn and grow from that anxiety that I experienced and I know that it's not gonna it's not gonna determine whether I I live or don't live. Like it's mm-hmm. just like it's my life and that's mm-hmm. how it kinda of always goes. But it's important that we feel those things because it just shows that we are always growing and yeah. and how you like I don't know if you're the same way or not, but what I've experienced and what I've noticed a lot is that now if if a, if like a struggle or or like a confrontation or like conflict presents itself, I react in a totally different way than I usually would or mm-hmm. than I not that I usually would that I would have in like, before the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and so like now it's just and that's when I find that I realize my growth the most is mm-hmm. when these these forms of conflict happen and I'm just like oh I am a totally different person mm-hmm. like obviously same morals all that jazz but like I do not respond in the exact same way that I used to. Like, do you, mm-hmm. do you find that for yourself? Yeah, all the time now. Especially the, the recent, recently more so than normal. There was a thing last night where I won't talk about the whole thing right now, <laughs> but this fucking guy started trying to, trying to argue with me on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. The place where you argue with people. I never, like, argue with people on the internet anymore. When I was younger, I used to. I used to love yeah. it. But this dude started arguing with me and I was like, I should just leave this. I don't want to, like, I don't need to bother with this. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? So (laughs) instead of like, he was like swearing at me and calling me names and shit. And instead of doing it back, I just started flirting with him. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to flirt with him and see what he does. And man, it was the funniest thing ever. I had to make a TikTok about it. So I did like the green screen where you put your face and you see the thing. So I did, I'm probably going to delete it, but (laughs) I, uh, anyways, the, that I, before I would have loved to go the route he was going. Yeah. I would have loved that more than anything. But lately, like in the past year, two years, I've been a lot more like, 
peace and love, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I don't need to do that. Yeah. You know, like, what, what is that going to, that's not going to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Me sitting here saying the shit you're saying to me, like, what are we going to do? We're going to do this, then one of us is going to block the other person. And then, <laughs> yeah. then we're both going to be fucking grumpy for the rest of the day. <laughs> like, it's not going to yeah. help anybody. <laughs> it's not doing shit. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to make this a joke. And then let him just get mad and, <laughs> and just like laugh about it. So I did. Oh my it was God. the best, man. I loved it. So I'm going to do that more often, I think. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that is incredible. Absolutely but, incredible. But yeah, it was funny. So like, I have noticed that. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. And do you, like, I was going to ask you, and just because like, I've been picking up on things and it's like, you got gems and stuff. And are you like into like the spiritual all the spiritual stuff? Yeah, I have like friends who are, are very into it. Yeah. And then I have friends who like aren't at all. Yeah. And I'm pretty like, I'm like, you know those like, those those things where it's like agree, somewhat agree, yeah. strongly agree. <laughs> I'm like in the like strongly agree yeah. area. So like, that's awesome. yeah, I'm like pretty in there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love it. I also just like really like, uh, uh, accessories and stuff mm. I always have yeah um but because I like like crystals and stones and whatnot so much and like owls like I don't know I just like sh- this type type of stuff plus some of these are like made by like my my friends made this thumb one oh, and wow. this middle finger one actually my friends so I have a friend she's named Maria she has a jewelry company called Sea of Light Collection and she makes like stuff with crystals and stones and whatnot and they just started doing silver uh, like like the silver stuff yeah her and her partner hugo um so they made me this thumb one and they made me this finger one and hugo's brand is this he 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 makes like clothes where uh he takes fabrics or you know whatever different old clothes and stuff Mm -hmm. cuts them up whatever takes fabrics sews different pieces together and stuff so this one was like a couple jerseys that he like attached together yeah and then he put his thing and on the back i'll show you after but on the Mm -hmm. back there's like a huge patch he made of this like monkey drinking out of a bottle like it's like a (laughs) national geographic photo and he made like a patch to look like that yeah anyways they do that kind of stuff. So like stuff mm-hmm. like that, I like to wear like where it's like handmade. Like a, another person very close to me made uh, this one and this one for wow. me. Um, Maria made this. So yeah, a lot of it is like stuff that like people I know have made, mm-hmm. um, and I like that a lot. And mm-hmm. like actually, the one who who the the person very close to me who yeah. made these rings made this earring for me. Yeah, I was looking at it, which I love. Yeah, I yeah. love it so much. Maria made this one. So yeah, it's a lot of just like stuff that. Yeah. People I love made, and mm. I, I just love wearing that. And my friends watch company, like, Sweet. just stuff like that. I just love wearing stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I love love all of it. So That's awesome. it's pretty cool that today on here, I'm wearing so much of, like, my friends' yeah. things, like the hoodie, the jersey, yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> I'm just noticing that right now because you said that. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, like, just to all in my friends' stuff. <laughs> it's cool. That is so um, awesome. And I thrifted this from my friend, friend's thrift store. <laughs> no, <way>. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I love it. I'm very much into the, the, the spiritual um, world. Um, mm-hmm. I actually just got this tattoo, like, a couple months ago, Universe. Oh, that's sweet. But like Y-O-U universe. Um, So this actually ties into a lot of like the stuff that you say. It's very Mm -hmm. much like, you know, you're 
your your universe. It's your universe. Yeah. And you know, obviously, we're all existing in one big universe. But I don't know if you've probably have noticed this, but you know how when you look at like pictures of space and stuff, mm-hmm. how it's very similar to the nervous system and mm-hmm. the brain and things like that. Yeah. That's sort of where this comes from. Is like because of those similarities. It's like I sort of was thinking, and I was like, you know, like our mind and body and soul is its own universe and mm-hmm. we we're not in control of anything outside of that yeah at all mostly mm-hmm. that we are in control of everything within this body and mind and soul mm-hmm. and most of the time and so that's kind of where this came from i just wanted to get this to like remind myself this was at the peak of those thoughts recently mm-hmm. where i wanted to sort of remind myself like yeah, like this is you. You're in charge. You're in control. Like, you know, yeah. whatever happens, it's you. Like, mm-hmm. rem- remember that. So that's kind of where that came from. So yeah, the whole spiritual. Kind of want to cough. Yes. <laughs> Give her, bro. <laughs> Give her. No, that's that's, yeah. that's sweet. It's funny that you you bring that up because throughout the or when you first like arrived, I noticed it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's. That's cool, but I didn't know yeah. what it said. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then during yeah. the during this, I was like, kept like trying to peek without yeah. being too obvious. There so I'm, yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad you showed me that. Thanks, but it is, man. it's really, mm. it's really neat when you uh, just the way that you look at that because like I totally agree. Like mm. obviously, I, I figured just, you uh, would. Yeah. Yeah, like I yeah. like I personally, um, like again, it comes back to like the open mindedness, but like I. 100% like in my past I used to judge I will say like I used to judge uh like the gems and like people I was like yeah oh my gosh this like, is fucking these, magic yeah, yeah these people yeah are just like out to lunch I get and then it. and I then I started uh I started like kind of being more open to it and uh Tessa actually really opened my mind up oh, to she, it nice yeah. cool nice. and like super into it and she mm-hmm. Just like all the time, mm-hmm. chuck out signs, and I'm like, oh my god, like you're, yeah. you are like just so funny. But yeah. it, uh, no, like I just started becoming like open minded right. to it, and then I started to, to find my like the other day, I found myself in a store. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually it's like just open, like, but I was just like, oh. Like I started just loving lighting uh, incense. Yeah. Oh, in my yeah. like, and it just yeah. it like when I went traveling, um, that's all I smelled for so long. You know, for like sure. just being in like Southeast Asia. The places you were, yeah, yeah. of course. And so like yeah. all the time, and so I just remember like, and then at her house every every yeah. day, time. like yeah, just cool. like her her room would always smell like it, and yeah. I was like, okay, I was like if if like I just I did, I don't know I just started becoming like a fan of it, and I was yeah. like. Okay, well, I then we like went out one day and bought like a bunch cool. of incense and Rad. just started lighting them like every single yeah. night. Yeah, and it just like draws me back to those moments. Nice. And, but it what is really cool is that I've just like, I feel like I've almost like expanded my mind and just like opened it up in so many mm-hmm. different ways and just learning more. And um, we actually like her and I actually had this conversation the other day about how, um, basically how like. I, I would always like kind of envy these like super successful people. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to use air quotes, like successful people yeah, yeah. because they have a lot of money in their bank accounts and they're like, 
you know, they're the, the higher ups on social media and they're, they're being like, they're, they're giving all these motivational speeches. And, um, and then we were kind of, we were having this conversation and it was like, what we realized is who you really want to be like is just those, like the spiritual people, you know, <laughs> like they've almost just figured it out. Like they have this, they have this healthy balance where mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you know what? They, they're, they're successful people. They're doing great things, but they're also just like living. Yeah. And that's, that's what's beautiful and and when you can like tune into to your universe like mm -hmm. as your tattoo mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but it's like when you can really tune into that and you can align yourself with what you believe and also just like just being very open and, and being very like free-spirited and, and free-willing it's it's just it's, it's so much cooler and mm -hmm. it's way better than going into it with the mentality of like, I must win or like, I must succeed mm -hmm. because it's like, well, success is, is identified in so many different ways. And like, honestly, mm -hmm. it's, I think it's identified in 7 billion different ways. And mm -hmm. that's because like everyone's success looks different, different. and everyone, like no two people are ever going to, to feel, are ever going to feel success in the same way. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I like just, learning the little bits that I have about um, kind of like the spiritual world, I think mm -hmm. is, has been such like an eye-opening, mm -hmm. eye-opening thing. And that's why like I am like, it's, it's funny because, and honestly, like in the past, again, like I, I wouldn't have been like, oh, I would, I'd wear like yeah. rings and jewelry or like yeah. gems, like all that stuff. But it's like now I'm like, Literally the other day, I was yeah. like, went searching yeah. for a ring that had like spiritual ties to it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm just, I am like, I'm just a changing human being, yeah. but it's, uh, it's cool. And same thing. Like I look at you and like when you walked in and I was like, like this guy's got sweet style. Oh, and thanks, it's, yeah. <laughs> but it, and it's just funny because yeah. again, again, you, like I think it always is kind of like maybe in a sense, like our upbringing, but also mm -hmm. how we kind of transform and. Yeah. and who we kind of choose to become mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's really cool when you can just obviously be open to everything and hear people yeah. out and hearing you say that and obviously seeing that like you're wearing like 99 percent of the stuff you got on is yeah. all from, from loved ones and yeah i think that's again it's like you're connected in a in a different sense which mm -hmm. is really cool yeah yeah thanks man yeah we that's the thing about like being human is like you know we never stop growing physically maybe but mentally we and emotionally we mm -hmm. never stop growing mm -hmm. so it's like you know maybe a year ago you could have thought something was the dumbest thing in the world but then now you could be absolutely in love with it mm -hmm. and like yeah i was the same about you know people with 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 stones and crystals and spirituality and and everything like that where i was like because i didn't get it mm -hmm. and i didn't understand it and i didn't bother to ask somebody who was about it mm -hmm. and and be like you know explain this to me so i can know what the fuck you're talking about mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not a religious person by any means, but mm. it's sort of similar to religion in a sense where, you know, people, religion, you know, in a nutshell is, is people believing in something. Exactly. What the fuck is spirituality? People mm. believing in something. People are just believing in different things. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like as much as I used to knock religion and, and everything, I just don't say shit anymore because mm -hmm. like... I believe in something that other people don't believe in. Yeah. And so who am I to say, you know, what mm -hmm. this person believes in? I don't, it's not my place. Yeah. So 
you know, I can listen and learn and, and whatnot. So I think it's cool that you're, you know, listening and learning and trying to, you know, learn about it. And it's really cool when people you're close with teach you about it because yeah. you get to see people be excited about something. Like mm -hmm. knowing, I mean, I don't know Tessa, but like seeing her energy mm -hmm. on the internet, I'm sure her energy in person is probably similar. Yeah. And just like imagining, you know, her being excited to show you things and mm -hmm. tell you about it and teach you about it, it, it probably makes you excited to learn about it. Exactly. And, um, and, and, and I mean, that was a big part of this year was, um, uh, learning about this sort of stuff through people that I'm close with mm -hmm. and, and getting excited about it because I see them excited about it. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice, it's nice to do that. And, yeah. and it's always fun to learn new things and sort of, yeah, open your mind to, to new things. So this year, especially I've been like really just going for yeah. it but i love it so yeah it's cool. <laughs> so I, I i literally like that was one of the things i was going to say too is like with religion it, it is it's the exact same you mm. know and um honestly like i like one of the biggest things that i've really tried to do is just ask and understand people you know mm. and understand like where their belief comes from, you know, mm -hmm. because like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, I'm religious because like some people do, they're like, yeah, like I'm religious, but they don't necessarily like themselves don't even have a grasp on like what it means. You mm -hmm. know, it's just kind of like my family's religious. So like I'm religious, I but fell like, into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, but like what I find really cool is when somebody is super passionate about it and they believe in it. And that's why like personally, I've gotten to have some really cool conversations with people that, once weren't religious or once didn't have a belief mm -hmm. and then transformed and mm -hmm. found a belief and found mm -hmm. something to believe in. And it's like, I will always have the time of day to listen to those people talk mm -hmm. because they're just going to teach me something. Yeah. And it's like, I might not agree a hundred percent or I might not understand a hundred percent, but if I can just sit there and listen and learn something, mm -hmm. then I'm just expanding. Like exactly. and that's all it is. Like yep. I'm like, who knows? Like, Two years from now, I might have, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm yeah. going to, like, what I'm going to look like or what I'm going to believe in in, exactly. in two years. But it's, yeah. like, the more that I, the more conversations that I have, the more that I ask people, the more that I learn, the more open-minded that I am to something. Mm -hmm. It's, like, well, I can never steer myself wrong because yeah. all I'm doing is just adding more things to, mm -hmm. to my, like, learnt list, I guess, yeah. or, well, or much, like, lessons learned. Much like the... The big universe always expanding, you know, it comes mm. back to your universe. Mm. It's always expanding. You're always learning stuff. You're always, you never know when you're going to need to use that random fact you learned five mm -hmm. years ago. Fucking, you maybe you need it randomly in 20 years. You're like, you know what? I learned this once when I was like 10. Mm -hmm. Like, fun, cool, yeah. thanks. <laughs> like, you know, you never know. And yeah. it's cool. It's cool. I love learning new things and I love learning, like, like, yeah, listening to people their story or talk mm -hmm. about something that they're excited about or anything like that so mm -hmm. i agree it's super cool yeah and it, it does it makes it so much easier to learn something or or even just be open to it mm -hmm. like i know uh pre like oh my god people that are gonna listen to this you're like oh my god this this girl changed the man but like <laughs> um so it was funny like i i used to be i will say like i used to love eating steaks, being like fully just like, I am a meat eater and I will never change my paths. And yeah, I yeah. literally, when I found out 
that Tess was vegan, I was like, this is never going to work. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, yeah. I, I, and like, obviously I was joking, but I yeah, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, well, and I told her, I was like, you're never, ever going to change me. I will stick to eating yeah. steaks and meat like all the time. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But that was just like me and my ways. And yeah, it was like a weekend and I was like, okay, well, I, I just won't like, if you're eating vegan, then like I'll eat vegan with you, you know, mm -hmm. like out of respect. Mm -hmm. And, um, and anyways, like for a while I was still like very close minded. Mm -hmm. I like went open minded about it. And now it's like, I'm like almost at like three months being a vegetarian, no way, <laughs> which dude. is like That's awesome. weird. And like, yeah. honestly, like 95% plant-based. Yeah. Like the, the only time, like I will never deliberately like grab cheese and throw it in something like nothing like mm -hmm. that like mm -hmm. everything that i eat is like if i am buying it it is vegan yeah or like plant-based but um the odd time like i'll eat something that might have been like like something that will get made with like butter yeah and then it's like well that's just like yeah it's in there but it's, it's like not like it, i'm yeah. deliberately being like okay yeah i'll put cheese on yeah my like yeah i don't know like on this meal yeah when it's like it doesn't i don't i wouldn't yeah. like that you yeah. know yeah and it's just it's so funny because again like i said i've never ever thought that and yeah. like i right now like i'm definitely in the transition of just becoming like mm -hmm. fully vegan it's amazing and it's just like figuring it all out and yeah. and, and just kind of like taking my time with it because i have been like it's funny because like I really want to make a post about this, mm -hmm. um, just like expressing it to people. But um, like all of those runs that I did, mm -hmm. I did those like a hundred percent, obviously like hundred percent vegetarian and mm -hmm. and like again like ninety five percent plant based. Like mm -hmm. and honestly, on those races, like or on the runs and on all that stuff, like everything I ate was plant-based mm -hmm. and so it's just like it's really funny because for mm -hmm. a lot of people they would look at it and be like oh he must have yeah you know must have cheated a bit or, or yeah. whatever and it's like no like i literally that's just what i yeah. what i believed in what i wanted to do and yeah it was funny because like it was not probably the smartest thing just like going fully like diving myself fully into, right the, into that yeah. right out of the gate yeah. especially yeah. with like doing something that was so taxing on my body and not yeah. understanding how I would adapt or anything. Yeah. But like, I'm really happy that I did do it because yeah. it proved to me that like, Hey, you don't need yeah. meat when you're on this journey. Like you don't yeah. need to, yeah. to fuel yourself with, with things that aren't like that you don't necessarily align with. And yeah. it's just like, it's really cool when you can obviously share that with people and, yeah. and do that. But that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. dude. Yeah. I'm stoked for you. I've been, vegan for just over three years now wow. so I so I'm stoked for you because I remember like I was vegetarian for three months before going vegan really so, yeah. oh god so maybe yeah. that's happened for a reason right? so I just remember like the exact and yeah. I went vegan because I started dating this girl who was vegan and she just helped me show me that you yeah. know there's cool stuff that's vegan and then I just was like, all right, fuck it. I'm already halfway there. Yeah. So it's funny that like that you're in that so exact crazy. spot that I was at at the yeah. time. Um, so I remember like how it was at the time. But man, that's awesome. I'm yeah. stoked for you. And I'm glad that you like feel like ho I hopefully good. Yeah. Um, I noticed like because of my heart stuff, I do heart checkups and tests and yeah. stuff every year. And since going vegan, my results have actually gotten better. Awesome. And the doctors are like, you're not supposed to be getting better. You're supposed to be getting worse because <laughs> we're supposed to do another surgery soon. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, 
Joke's on you. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So it's cool. I'm glad that you're feeling good because when, when you, if you do it, and I don't do it properly. Properly, I'm, I eat like the, the the garbage vegan food. Like, <laughs> like not most of the time. It's not the healthy stuff. Yeah. Um, but but um, I assume you know you're a little better about that than I am. So you're probably doing well. I wouldn't say good. like too much about it, but you know, trying. Yeah. Even just like. Confidence wise for myself, I feel better because I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, because everyone else in, in my family is is not like they all mm-hmm. eat meat, they mm-hmm. cook meat around me, like, and it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because for me, it was um, like, obviously, you start to open up your mind of like, what is the meat? Like, what's mm-hmm. actually like, what are we eating when we intake it? But for me, it honestly was more so just about like, my overall physical health and, mm-hmm. and just, uh, yeah, again, just kind of like being shown that there is another way and there's a healthier way. And, um, and it is, it's so funny because for me for so long, I had this misconception that these foods, uh, like the meats and the dairy products and everything, they always taste better. And mm-hmm. the biggest one, and I will say this for a lot of people, is like dairy-free ice cream as opposed to dairy ice cream. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just remember like, I, re- I cut, I uh, cold-cutted like milk mm-hmm. out of my diet back in January. So I just like, that was just, I was like health, health mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, like just started getting into the, the dairy-free ice cream. And when I, when I started doing that, I was like, it tastes incredible. You can't like, even I, tell. No, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where, where was where was I? Yeah. Like, why did I think that it yeah. tasted different before? And mm-hmm. honestly, again, it's just like that's just what I was kind of. I think I was just like taught, or not even taught, but I was just kind of always in the realm of mm-hmm. people that like that's how they thought, and yeah. they were very uh, very close minded to to other options and different ways, and um, even still, like most of the people that are in my life and a lot of them are like older people but it's like if i was like yeah i'm vegan 100 like most of them would be like oh my god yeah are you kidding (laughs) but it's like Mm -hmm. no there's different ways and it's cool though because um like and this is a cool way but of course just gonna rant about the woman but she (laughs) uh like tess honestly just like open up so many avenues, not only for myself, but also for my family, like Mm -hmm. just, she's kind of, and like subconsciously too, just just like paved the path where it's allowed like my, my brother and my, my mom and my dad just to be like Mm open-minded about, or even just like see that, Hey, you know what? Like vegan food tastes great. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter that it's not like, it's not meat and there's not dairy, like mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. it can taste equally as good or better. Mm-hmm. And I know that there was like meals that they've eaten like with us and stuff. And they're just like, oh my God, like this is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. that's the point. And you that's why it. like, what is the point of not being, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so like, and that's what's cool again is, is just like there's so many different ways to look at it. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of, a lot of uh i don't even know what the like i guess closed-minded people but mm-hmm. they'll just never even like 
ponder the thought mm-hmm. of trying it or like what it might do. And mm-hmm. um, obviously there's some great role models and, and people and influencers that mm-hmm. will show you that there's another way and that mm-hmm. you can like still do everything. Like it doesn't take away from things you can do or no. what you can't like, yeah. it doesn't change who you are at all. You yeah. know, but yeah. It, it can, it can really help you in so many different for ways. For sure. Yeah, it can, it can be amazing, especially for people with health issues. It can, it can really help. Yeah. Um, as proven. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, before we do wrap up this yeah. whole entire podcast, so I want to ask you, and this is obviously my, my classic typical question, yeah. what is your biggest tip of advice for somebody who may be struggling? So I thought about this a lot on the way here because I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I think the, the thing that kept coming back to me when I was trying to think of what I would say is what I tell myself. And it goes back to what we were saying earlier about like the world's gonna keep spinning. Like the, the planet is gonna keep moving. Whether you lay in bed all day and, and, and sit in the darkness or whether you get up out of bed, get in your car, get on a bus, walk somewhere and go do something for yourself mm-hmm. to try to feel better. The world's still gonna spin, the sun's gonna rise, the sun's gonna set, mm-hmm. regardless of what you do. So for me, it's thinking about that and realizing like, hey, like kind of what you're saying, like I have more to do. I know I have more to do. I have more that I got to accomplish. I got more to be proud of. I got more to, to, you know, more people to meet, more things to say, all of that. So why, I mean, obviously it's way easier said than done some Mm -hmm. days, but for the most part, I'll sit there and I'll just say, so like, why the fuck am I sitting here wasting these seconds because mm-hmm. these seconds aren't coming back like you know and and it's like the longer i sit here in this darkness that's time i could be using to feel better or to go out and do something to feel better or even to sit in the darkness journal write about mm-hmm. it like i don't do something and so for me it's sort of just reminding myself that like hey you have more to do you have more to accomplish you have more you know all this stuff fucking do it mm-hmm. and so it's less, I guess, advice and more like stuff of like what I remind myself. And it may not help everybody. It may only help a few people. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what I kept coming back to. And, and sort of the thing that I tell myself the most is it's very, it's hard when you have to sit there and like tell yourself stuff and, and remind yourself, especially when you're feeling, you know, the way that you can feel. But that's usually what helps me the most. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yo. Look at all the stuff you've done so far. Mm-hmm. Fucking add to that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the list can, doesn't need to end, Yeah. you know? Keep it moving. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I, uh, yeah, I, like, I can just relate to that so much. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, although, um, and, like, as you said earlier, although, like, life might look great on the outside and, like, you might be having a lot of success in what you're doing and you might be doing a lot of great things it's like you can still have those moments when you get down on yourself and you're you are going to sit there and you're going to wonder like where do i go what do i do and Mm -hmm. if you can obviously feed yourself something like that and it it honestly is just like a sense of motivation and Mm -hmm. and it's not meant to be like rude to yourself in any which way Mm -hmm. but it's just like hey like right now if if and honestly i've actually this is funny i've taken this into my life a lot is like, I can either, you're always, you're always, uh, 
posed with a choice and it's like you can either you can either like let these thoughts or, or let these negative emotions like ruin your your whole entire day and maybe fizzle into tomorrow and the next or you can physically just choose to like say fuck that and mm -hmm. and reroute it yeah. and just be like no like today's going to be a good day mm -hmm. i'm going to make sure of it because i'm going to do something that is good and like mm -hmm. at the start you might not feel that way and mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing that i've acknowledged too is like sometimes you just you have to to physically like push yourself past that that point and like mm -hmm. past that discomfort and you might want to sit in those emotions and and feel all the sorrow in the world mm -hmm. But it's like if you actually just like go out and do something that you know will make you happy, it's like you honestly might not feel happy in that moment, but it's going to start to create a form of happiness at mm -hmm. least. And, and yeah. you're going to like, I don't know, like we can, we can, we can, um, we can basically like learn to forget things so fast. Mm -hmm. And it's like as easily as we can latch onto a negative thought, we can also let one go mm -hmm. as, as hard as it does seem. It's like it is possible, but sure. you also have to just feed positivity into your life and, and do sure. something else. And mm -hmm. even just that, like realizing that, hey, like you can sit here for as long as you want, but the world's not going to stop spinning. You're going to have to get up at some point. <laughs> exactly. You're going to have to get up and, and get moving at some point. Mm -hmm. Why not now? Yeah. You know? And so it's obviously, that's hard. It's not, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Some days I think that and I'm like, fuck you, Devin. Shut up. I'm not doing that today. Like, <laughs> but obviously, you know, it, it's hard. But if you can tell yourself that and if you can convince yourself that, I promise it works. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll, you'll even just for five minutes feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's better than zero minutes. Yeah, so, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, you nailed it. Um, if somebody wants to kind of like reach out to you or obviously just follow along you and, mm. and everything that you're doing, where could, uh, where could they go? Um, shot by Devin, uh, everywhere shot by, and then D E V A N any, anywhere on the interweb. Um, yeah, pretty easy. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, honestly, like I thank you obviously so much for, for driving out here and, and sitting down with me and mm -hmm. it's lining it up so fast, being able to yeah. do this so fast. Like it was, it was awesome and so, so incredible to formally meet you yeah. and, and bring you on and hear your story. Long overdue. So I'm stoked, man. I'm, I'm honored and and I just think it's really cool that like, you know, we've been brought together when we were and and that we're able to do this. And I just think it's rad. I think, mm -hmm. I think um, you know, we were meant to to meet and 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 become homies and, and, and build and see each other grow and all of that. I think it's Absolutely. super dope. So I'm honored, I'm stoked. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. And I hope that you enjoyed Devin's story. I know it's a crazy one and it's an awesome one. And me just being able to sit down with him and learn so much about him, learn his core values, learn what he practices every day and learn who he truly is was nothing but an honor for myself. I am, I'm very blessed and very happy that I, I got to make this happen and just super fortunate that he sat down with me. And if you do wanna reach out to him or have some form of conversation, I will leave all of the ways that you can reach him below and I highly suggest that you do. He is, like I said, and like I always, always preach, he is such an amazing, amazing kind human 
who honestly just wants to help other people and wants to be kind and spread love and spread kindness. So I highly encourage you reach out to him. And if you do want to reach out to me or potentially come on the podcast, you're more than welcome to at Struggle Create Strength on both Instagram and Facebook. Or you can also reach me on my website at strugglecreatestrength.com. And if you want to use one of the two emails, you can also do that. And it's just lucas at strugglecreatestrength.ca or info at strugglecreatestrength.ca. Every single way that you want to reach me or try to reach me, I'm sure I will see it. So never hesitate. And even if it's just a matter of you just want to have a conversation, then I'm always, always open for that. And if you do want to learn where you can listen to all the podcasts or find new ways that you can listen, they are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and additional posts are also on Instagram. And that is a mouthful, but I seriously do appreciate all of you for sitting down, listening to this story, listening to Devin. He obviously has an amazing story and one that can help a lot of people. So again, thank you for that. And all I ask of you is just to share the stories, share any story that you want, but just share it with people, allow people to basically just get the opportunity to help themselves. These stories are real people sharing their real experiences and real struggles, and it truly does help people. The feedback I get from it is insane, and I just, I'm very appreciative for all of you that are listening. I, I can't, I just, I can't, I just cannot harp on it enough how important it is to share all of these, oh my gosh, my voice, all of these stories because it makes a massive difference and you truly never know who you might be helping. It might be the person that's sitting next to you, it might be somebody in your family, or it might be a stranger that just happens to, to follow you or hear you talking. So please do share this in every which way that you see possible or that you want to. But again, just the little things make the biggest difference and you never know who you might be helping. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you can join us next week with another fun episode. Thanks so much. And I guess we'll see you next week.